Welcome to Mind Shift to Health and Wealth podcast, a guide to transforming your life. Here we explore powerful lessons in health and wealth because without health, wealth holds little value. I'll share personal insights and enlightening conversations with experts. Each episode is a step towards your success, offering lessons from my experiences and wisdom from others. Love what you hear? Share it and visit mindshifthw.com for more. Thank you for joining me on this journey. That's a beautiful, that's where, you know, essentially, I guess, you know, we'll dive into that. You know, me talking about being an atheist, that's where I used to get stuck in. Like, you know, I've heard doctors and scientists talk about, you know, God in their own way. It was They weren't talking about particular God, you know, whatever God, your religion you want to take, Christianity or Jew or Muslim or Hindu, whatever. They weren't talking about that. I always talked about something higher being, right? And that I never grasped it. Like, there's no higher being. I don't see it. But going back to your whole explanation, how you dove, dove into, right? At the end, scientifically, we're all energy. Everything is an energy. Everything, every being is, every being, everything, every material is energy. Going from that, then whatever that supreme thing is, energy. So it emanates from all that to what we are. Yeah. So I, that's how now I started to look at, understand, like, it's, you know, in the classical way, where's this, you know, again, going back to your whole, you know, explanation on who are you? Who are me? Who, who am I? You know, the body, but yeah, but the body changes, you know, yeah. mind, mind changes. Everything is, you know, kind of malleable. So most people, I believe, you know, like me, I was stuck in this whole thing about God, that there's this being, supreme being in a certain shape, form, whatever, like different shape, whatever your individual belief is, that's where I poo-pooed it. Like, eh, how can that exist? Now that science and, you know, spirituality merged for me, it completely changed my mind about what that supreme being is it's more like when you know going to eastern philosophy you know since i was kind of born in the hindu philosophy like the old thousands of year old texts said that essentially you're god and you are part of god and same the bible that's what it says you know you are image of god that's what they're saying and it finally dawned on me oh that's what it meant and that's where when i talk to people like they, you know, talking about spirituality. That's where I go with whatever they are, wherever they are. I don't no longer try to contest their viewpoint. I'm like, okay, that's a way of understanding spirituality. That's all it is. It's nothing to do with, and that's science, same thing. You know, when this mathematician, I, I wish I remembered his name, he created this whole formula of something superior being experiencing all of everything through us being individual yeah. I don't know, individual terminals i guess how, yeah. how how we would put it which kind of blew my mind like oh that's what this old philosophers are talking about you know it's all of you know essentially in the in the ancient you know sanskrit of maya you know everything is an illusion essentially so anyway that's where pretty much i was left with 
And it left me with the feeling of basically love for everybody. That means they are part of me, right? I'm still trying to get there. You do that beautifully, Dr. Jamil. You do that really beautifully because you constantly say that to everybody. You know, people who do not understand that maybe now you get to understand what Dr. Jamil is saying. Basically, he's saying, I love you because you are me. I am you. That's what he's saying. But anyway, that's what it left me at. I'm still in the process of getting there. Maybe not as uh, good as you yet. But anyway, that's what it left me with. Yeah, I'd love to comment on that. And mm -hmm. first, thank you so much for your kind words. And I want to close a loop on something that I realized I didn't close that one, some of our listeners might be wondering. Mm -hmm. So I was making this connection between like, let's say a Buddhist old, old school philosophy and this quantum philosophy. So when we get down to that deepest level and we say, well, what am I? Mm -hmm. There is, when you, when you strip away the thoughts and the beliefs and all these things, you realize that that soul, that consciousness, that awareness, that whatever the word you use is, mm -hmm. I am that. The thing is, everyone else is too. Mm -hmm. Because if I, if I say this observer within me that I'm, that, that is I even I'm aware of because if I'm aware of it, that's not me. It's got to be like the thing that the, mm -hmm. the thing that is so zoomed out, I can't zoom out anymore. Mm -hmm. The thing that everything in my awareness is showing up within, mm -hmm. that's like I. And I make a distinction between I and me. Mm -hmm. So that's I, but Jamil is me. Mm -hmm. In this in this physical vessel right here that is speaking, Jamil mm -hmm. is me. Mm -hmm. But the I am, that's the awareness, that's the consciousness. But the thing is, if that's what I truly am, when you strip away all the personal side of it, like the name and the personality and all that, but that's what you are too. Mm -hmm. And if your name is stripped away and the personal side is stripped away, then what's the difference? Mm -hmm. It's all the one energy. It's all the one consciousness. In India and in Hinduism, there was a concept, the million masks of God. Mm -hmm. Like God's running around in the form of everybody else. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Everyone's God wearing a mask. Right. And and so again, it's just it, please know that for everyone listening, there's nothing that I say today or ever that is meant to offend. Mm. It's meant to come from a space of this is just how the world has occurred for me over mm. my journey. And if any aspect of it's useful, wonderful. If any aspect of it is, is thought provoking for you, fantastic. If it isn't, then let it go. That's okay mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. You know, I never claim that my way is the way. My way is a way. It's mm -hmm. one of the many ways that in this case works for me. And it's worked for many people that I've shared it with. And so you, thousands of years ago, you had this kind of Buddhist philosophy, but they, it wasn't just them. All the religions had it, this idea of oneness, basically. And mm -hmm. then you have this quantum, basically with theory, let's say, mm -hmm. that seems to be mm -hmm. that it's all one energy. It's not mm -hmm. even interconnected because connected implies separation, separation. and like it's connected. Mm -hmm. It's not connected because it's one thing. one thing. And from an energetic perspective, many of our listeners have probably experienced this at some point or another, you thought about somebody that you hadn't heard from in a long time. Maybe you haven't thought about them in a while, but you think about them and within a minute, an hour, a day, they send you a text or they call you or you get an email, but there's some type of communication. Mm -hmm. And most of the time that's happened to at least somebody listening and it's pretty, pretty common. Mm -hmm. Now let's say, you say, well, that didn't happen to me. Like, okay, have you ever got a phone call or a text message, your phone buzzed and you just kind of got a hunch of who it was mm -hmm. or you even picked it up? And then you looked at it and you were right. And most of our listeners, at least one, there's hundreds of examples, but just those two, most of our listeners, at least once that has happened. Mm -hmm. And if it's usually more common than that, and you sit there and you say, 
what a coincidence. But the, the reality is there are no coincidences. There's no accident. So you come from yeah. this space of, it's almost like your subconscious mind, your higher mind, let's say, is connected to cosmic Google, cosmic. Mm -hmm. And so when you think about somebody, depending on their level of sensitivity, their level of presence and awareness, they can feel that. I've done energy work with people across the planet and they've healed. They felt me in the room with them. Mm -hmm. And you sit there and you go, well, that's not possible. It's happened. Mm -hmm. So clearly it is possible. Now it's just, maybe it's not possible from a narrow point of view. Yeah. Are you willing to expand it out and be scientific and question it? You know, there's hundreds, if not thousands of scientific papers and studies proving energy healing works. Mm -hmm. There's hundreds and thousands of books. I've read a couple hundred of them <laughs> that yeah. are amazing. And it shows you PhD scientists, researchers doing all this stuff, right? And so I wanted to just close the loop on that. That's what I meant when I was making the comparison with the old school religions mm -hmm. and modern day science. Mm -hmm. Now you use this idea of like love. Mm -hmm. I have three favorite words. One of them is mm -hmm. namaste. Mm -hmm. And for many people, you they might have heard the word. They may not know what it means. Mm -hmm. um, different people define it differently. The way I've interpreted it and enjoy you know expressing it Mm -hmm. is that namaste is typically used as a greeting. Mm -hmm. And what it means is my soul honors your soul. Mm -hmm. I honor the place within you where the entire universe resides. Mm -hmm. I honor the light, love, peace, beauty, and truth within you because it's also within me. In mm -hmm. sharing these things, we are united. We are the same. We mm -hmm. are one. Mm -hmm. And That's so when I say namaste to somebody, mm -hmm. that all that is, is in the intention. Mm -hmm. It's almost like, the God in me recognizes the God in you. Mm. I see the life force behind your eyes. Mm. I, I don't see that separation. And, and that's, I wasn't born like that. You know, this is a practice every day. The background of my phone literally says, <laughs> hold it up on the screen. Practice seeing God in everyone and everything. I'm there not sure you if you can see that. But right. that's been the background of my phone for years. And mm. so it comes to that space of, and again, you can define it however you want. You know, some people don't like the word God because the word might be emotionally charged in a bunch of different ways. Right. Practice seeing like life or source essence. What's behind the eyes? Like what's the animating force? Mm -hmm. What's that, what you might call a spirit, but some people don't like that word. But mm -hmm. what is that thing that makes you you? Mm -hmm. And it's so much deeper mm -hmm. than the superficial stuff that we typically argue and spend time on. Mm -hmm. And so when I think about, I grew up Christian in a mm -hmm. Christian family, let's say. And over time, I got exposed to essentially as many of the world religions as I've been exposed to. Mm -hmm. And I dove into them and I questioned things. And every I, I, I think this is a healthy habit to get into. Consistently question the things that you believe to be true. Right. Consistently question, especially the things that you've never questioned. Mm -hmm. Because those are the things that you probably have some blind spots. Mm -hmm. But you're not aware of it because you're not willing to look. Right. And when I did that eventually... I don't consider myself religious anymore, but I consider myself deeply spiritual. And when someone goes, what's your religion? My religion is love. Mm -hmm. But I truly believe anyone that is connected to the essence of their religion would say, yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. Because that is the core of all of them. Right. When we come into that, that spot, like if we make a distinction between spirituality and religion, they're mm -hmm. both valid and they both can do beautiful things for people. They're mm -hmm. both tools. They're both vehicles. It's a personal relationship that you have with whatever you would call God, source, divine, but it is a personal relationship. There's right. no like middle person, like you can experience it right now, like wherever. Mm -hmm. 
religion typically has you know more of like the dogma and the rules and all that and for the, the, the place that you go and there's all these things whether it be a church or a mosque or a temple or whatever mm -hmm. an ashram but you know that's wonderful too and if that does it for somebody they feel that sense of connection they feel that sense of the divine mm -hmm. amen to that like beautiful there's mm -hmm. no judgment on it it's just getting clear what's that way for you for many people science has become their religion Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's been interesting too, because uh, during the COVID period, there was a, a word that came up and people called it scientism. Mm -hmm. and it's that idea, like narrative is in the scientific literature. Mm -hmm. And then I say like, that's the way it is. Like the science mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. not how it works. And right. so spirituality, it, it's getting your, your communion, let's say with the divine and mm -hmm. science is the same thing. It's just mm -hmm. using the mind to do it. And you trying to understand the mm -hmm. divine, like in mm -hmm. the physical form, you're trying to understand how's this all playing out? How does this all work? Mm -hmm. And I think that they're so beautiful when they go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. And when you allow them all to be there, mm -hmm. it can be fantastic. Awesome. I mean, you pretty much almost closed it out for me, which is the basic point of, you know, really what, why I wanted to do this podcast. See that we are part of God or whatever out there is, and each of us are a part of it, and then stop dividing ourselves. Whatever characteristics, we are really losing the bigger picture. Understanding yes. we are hating. When we're hating another person, we're really hating ourselves. Yeah, and That's the emphasis I want to make. And you put that beautifully on when you said namaste. You know, I don't go that... I never understood that that deeply, but that's a great way to put it. <laughs> and if I may just add to that, mm -hmm. you know, if what if we came from a space of, it, this is the paradox of it. We're all the same and we're unique. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there you go. It's like, we're all the same essence, whether you call it just life or energy or, mm -hmm. you know, God or whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. but our expression is unique. Mm-hmm biological perspective it's like the whole idea of your fingerprint your eye like why is it that certain security systems use like your eye and right. some of them use your fingerprint because right. it's unique to you mm -hmm. and so in a similar way yeah physically there's only one you mm -hmm. but even if you want to say like spiritually there's only one you like right like the the life essence like it's never expressed itself exactly the way it has mm -hmm. as it has with you and mm -hmm. it won't ever again mm -hmm. and so when we come from this space what if we just celebrated the differences? We celebrate the uniqueness. Mm, yeah. I was born in New York in the United States and there's somebody listening who was born in Africa and somebody mm. else was listening. They were born in India. Somebody else is in South America. Somebody else is Australia, et cetera. Mm. And we all have different cultures, different customs. We have different languages. We mm. look different, different foods, things like that. And very often, and this is kind of, part, this, I'd imagine this is evolutionary, but there's some degree of like fear that we and hesitation mm -hmm. and we show up with this like uh what's the word i'm looking for it, it'll come back skepticism there we go. Skepticism. Like, and we show up in this way because we don't understand the person the culture they, they look different the way they dress mm -hmm. but if you were to one of my mantras is just like me so i see a mantra means tool of the mind mm -hmm. and so in this case let's say i see you and let's say you're shining, you're doing so beautifully. You're like, maybe you just gave a talk somewhere and you blew everybody away. And it was so amazing. Mm -hmm. I look at you and I say, just like me, meaning mm -hmm. that which I'm admiring in you 
mm-hmm. also exist within me. Mm-hmm. And I could do that too. And you're in, you could be an inspiration in that way for me. Mm-hmm. But in the same way, there's some person that I see and they're really angry with somebody and they're losing their, pardon the language, they're losing their shit. They're just yelling at somebody. Mm-hmm. And I look at them and I go, oh, it's like me. Mm-hmm. Meaning I've been there too. Mm-hmm. I've done that too. I've lost my cool before too. I've misunderstood before. I've been ignorant before. I've been in pain before. Mm-hmm. And when I'm ignorant, fearful, in pain, am I thinking clearly and operating at my highest and best? No. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, so if I can forgive them for that, mm-hmm. I'm not condoning the behavior, mm-hmm. but I'm seeing the person behind the behavior. Mm-hmm. And if I go, oh, just like I've done those things and I would hope that people wouldn't think I'm a bad person because I've done those things because I'm so much more than just that. Mm-hmm. So are they. The person that you're labeling, you're only seeing them in one light. Mm-hmm. And obviously that's not fair because you wouldn't want someone to see you that way. Right. And so that whole idea of treat others the way you know they wish to be treated, but there's also treat others the way you wish to be treated. And right. it goes both ways. And so what if we came from that space of, at least from a you know, scientific and spiritual perspective, play in the possibility at the deepest level, there's union, there's not separation. Mm-hmm. There only appears to be separation. And then what if at a practical level, you know that just to allow yourself to move through the world in a different headspace. And then you saw the differences in people, you celebrated it. You saw things that you didn't think were possible. And I'm not saying buy into it wholeheartedly. Right. It might be, it might be BS. Like it's important to be skeptical to a degree. It's mm-hmm. important to be discerning. It might be a better word. And it's like, okay, I'm, I'm noticing this. One of the books I read by this PhD scientist is called The Energy Cure. It's a great book if anyone wants to read it. Mm-hmm. And in that book, he talks about how he had this friend who became a teacher and mentor of his. Mm-hmm. And this guy started doing energy work and healing people. Mm-hmm. And this scientist's perspective was, whoa, like, what are you doing? Like, that doesn't sound possible, but how interesting. Let's study it. Mm-hmm. So he's open. And then he's repeatedly shown in like all these studies that he's doing. And then eventually he does it himself and he starts healing. Mm-hmm. And he's going, this is actually working. But then he starts delivering talks and conferences and showing all of his studies. Mm-hmm. And in the moment, everyone in the audience and this like high-end scientific institutions, arms are crossed. No one's got a question. They're looking very like, what a waste of our time. And then after the presentation, a bunch of people, one at a time, they, they walk up to him and they go, hey, mm-hmm. your presentation was fascinating. Please don't tell anyone I said that. I would love to work with you <laughs> because in their mind, it's like my reputation's on the line and I right. can't be associated with that stuff in quotes because it's just not accepted fully yet. But mm-hmm. the thing is, I think it's a Gandhi quote. I'm going to paraphrase it, but it's like, first they ridicule you, then they laugh at you, then right. they fight you and then, then you win. Then, you... <laughs> then, they'll, then they say you were right all along. Right. <laughs> so in that same way, what if you brought discernment, but you also brought curiosity and openness and you were willing to question the things that you've held so tightly to, mm-hmm. what if they're not true? Mm-hmm. The moment you, you're willing to question that, your whole world opens up. And now there's like pure possibility. The mm-hmm. moment I say, I know, I'm basically dead. It's like, there's no growth with I know. Right. But, but imagine the distinction between I know and I wonder. <laughs> I wonder there's magic there. Anything could happen with I wonder. And so if you come from that space, there's a level of curiosity, playfulness you could bring to life. There's a level of understanding and and compassion that you bring to other human beings. 
And now going back to like, there's a Nietzsche quote that I quoted earlier. I just didn't say his name. My, this is my way. What is your way? As mm -hmm. for the way, there is no the way. Right. And so if you come from that space, now it's like, okay, what's your custom? What's your way of seeing the world? It's different than mine. How marvelous. You know, versus my way has to be right. And then I got to convince you. And you mm -hmm. talked about that earlier that you don't, you don't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, why? Because convincing other people is not a great strategy. Like mm -hmm. it, it creates like an adversarial, like I'm right, you're wrong. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to be wrong. Right. But if you open up that possibility, whether it's a, from a scientific perspective, a spiritual perspective, I think you ultimately lead to the same endpoint. Awesome. That That's a great way to wrap up. I'll just add a couple of thoughts to it. Basically, you know, Dr. Jamil put it a great way, like celebrate. It's not that you have to agree with things. You don't have, don't have to, you know, accept things, you know, a certain person is doing. It's about understanding if, in my mind, what I've learned is if I grew up that same way, certainly those experiences and everything, I would be the same person that I'm condoning. Yeah. Understanding from that space while not accepting all the behavior, you can still have an empathy for them and thereby not separating yourself and thinking that's him and this is me and I can never be that way. That's what creates division. And coming back to the science and spiritual, that was the whole point in like understanding. And like Dr. Jamil said, is, you know, being open to being wrong or being curious, learning others, that's what I think is important, you know, you know, whatever religion, whatever you believe in, you know, it's nothing is final, whatever we are talking about probably is not final either. So there's a lot of things that's going to change. So anyway, I'll let you finish up Dr. Jamil and share your social media information. Thank you so much. A closing comment to what you just said. Mm -hmm. Even to make the language more nuanced, let's even remove right and wrong. Mm -hmm. It's not that often that you're a hundred percent wrong. Mm -hmm. So now it's more of like a percentage kind of thing. It's more, mm -hmm. what if you're like partially right, mm -hmm. but you're also partially misguided? Right. Would you want to know? Now, some people, the answer is no, yeah. because it makes them uncomfortable. Okay, that's fair. But then you're going to live in that paradigm and it's going to be, we live in a cause and effect universe and the consequence of believing something that's not true mm -hmm. is usually pain. Right. It's usually suffering. And so if you come from a space of, okay, am I willing to be, I've got some of this right, but I'm not seeing the whole thing. If you can just start there, it's amazing what opens up for you. And as a final point, I believe that there's so many things people could nitpick and question in our conversation and say, but what about this? And what about this? And I <laughs> and so keep in mind, I truly believe in my heart that you and I have just touched on half a percent Mm -hmm. of what yeah. this conversation can be. There's so much more levels we, we can take this. Yeah. Obviously, there's a time, there's a time constraint. And so please keep that in mind and listen to this conversation again from the perspective of I wonder versus I know. Right. And you'll likely hear something differently the second time through. Because if any of your beliefs were challenged along the way in this conversation, you may have closed up a little bit. Mm -hmm. And because you closed up, you're going to miss anything after that. And so thank you again so much for the opportunity to be in conversation with you and for all of our listeners. Thank you for your time, your energy, your attention. 
if, if I could support you in any way, whether it's from a coaching perspective, your business, your relationships, whatever your next level is, you want to get there faster. I often tell people, whatever that 10 year goal is, why not make it real in 10 months? Mm-hmm. And I found clients do that over and over again. So it's not just like hyperbole, like it's, it's happened. And then whether it's an, an energy healing perspective, if there's a physical, mental, emotional kind of condition, a condition, a situation going on, I've seen miracles happen in people's lives as a result of this work. And it doesn't hurt to reach out and ask, and we can have a conversation about it. And uh, you can connect with me at jamilsayage.com. It's J-A-M-I-L-S-A-Y-E-G-H. And if you're looking for content, Raju mentioned over the years, I put out a lot of content. And so Instagram, it's just at Dr. Jamil Sayaj, D-R and my name. Instagram, not Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn is just my name, Jamil Sayaj. And I have a podcast called Transformation Starts Today. That's also a wonderful resource. And so that is it for me. Thank you again so much. Again, thank you again, Dr. Dr. Jamil. And I will be posting the links to in the notes, but, you know, uh, some people might not watch those. So, you know, whatever Dr. Jamil say, go, go visit it. But if not, check the notes. Whenever I post stuff, his, you know, kind of links will be there. The podcast or YouTube, wherever you're watching, it'll have in the, you know, essentially the summary section, all his links. So please go reach out to him if you want. Again, thank you, Dr. Jamil. And we will be having a different conversations again. So we'll bring more great content from Dr. Jamil. So Thanks again for taking the time. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Your support means the world to me. For more tips and tales, head over to MindShiftHW.com. Want to chat? Let's connect on MindShiftHW.com. Schedule a session with me if you're seeking guidance or just good old brainstorm. Together, let's make a splash in the world. One mind shift at a time. Catch you next time.